You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com Recap of GCX, we can kind of like touch back, touch. I could ask you like how your GCX was. At, oh hell and yeah! That sort of thing. There we go. Um, since welcome to episode thirty-six. There you go. All right, our recap of the recap. <laughs> oh shit! How you been, Clintus? I'm good, man. I'm I've been real good. Uh, lots going on. Kids are in summer, full swing. Actually, here in Arizona, like we we get out of school real early. Right. And then my kids go back to school real early. Like first week of August, my kids are back in school. And I know like, you know, really California and New York, like everything's like the end of June into like September. So like, yeah, it's already been a month, like a month. They've already been out of, out of school for like five weeks. They only got like three weeks left of summer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, those poor kids. They don't know any better. We, we, they don't you, know any better. That's true. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> are you, uh, are you drinking some delicious sponsorship roast? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got the uh, the summer swells. Oh yeah. Oh. Think there's no video. Hey, for those of you who can't see me, there's, <laughs> I'm holding up a can. <laughs> I got the summer swells natural cold brew. Uh, I'm very excited about that. I was bummed that I wasn't able to take the uh, the, the the GCX roast. Right, they had tons and tons of the GCX roast. Tons. And uh, you know, with flying, you can't like take you know cans of liquid with you on the yeah, plane. No. You know, for whatever reason. So, so for those of you who are who are not aware, um. So, as Clintus and I were just discussing, we, we last time, last how 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 long has it been since last episode? Uh, it's only it's only I think it's only been a week. I think we, we recorded it week. Week. Okay, last so, week. All right, yeah. so we're we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, a lot's been going on, you know, in the personal lives. A lot. I want to uh, congratulate. Well, not congratulate, but I want to recognize that um, Paul has a lot going on. Um currently hopefully we'll he'll have some good news to share um very 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 soon probably before this goes out uh but today's episode is gonna be a little bit different all right we just decided to kick it old school we got no no production today we have some uh just old school podcasting to, the old school podcasting yeah, yeah wrs days essentially um I have been MIA. I finally got back into. I got got back. I'm finally in the new place. I have a somewhat of a setup going on right now. I'm unfortunately still running on Wi-Fi. I haven't gotten a chance to run the wires to the second floor yet, but I will get that done. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been MIA. Uh, my my wife is super duper pregnant, and we're like expecting my daughter in like a week yeah so yeah man it's between like moving into the new house getting it ready work and the baby which i just turned a long list of shit that has like 10 20 things attached to each into a short list Uh but yeah that that's where we're at and um 
We're back though. That, we're making it work. That's rough timing, man. To like, because I mean, obviously the house has been a process, right? It wasn't like that was, it wasn't set in stone. The baby's been, you know, nine months in the making. Like you kind of like the t- the clock was slowly ticking for that. So when you were doing this whole house thing, I remember like talking to you months ago about even just putting your house on the market and moving in with was it your in laws or your parents? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like you the mo- moved in with with, the, with some parents. Like just that while still she's in the middle of being pregnant, right? <laughs> And then the, the clock's ticking down. You're like, oh, we found a house. It's like, oh, how's that timing going to work out? Dude, <laughs> rough. Rough. It was crazy. It still is crazy, but we're, we're kind of like, we're in the middle of it, right? Yeah. We're hit, about to hit the climax. Yep. About to hit the climax of the whole thing. I'm just happy we got in beforehand, and I got, I say I, we. Um, my wife contributed a ton. My father-in-law contributed a ton. Um got the first second floor rather second floor painted nice all done because i mean that's huge yeah house yeah the house was built like mid 80s the paint was it needed to go every single piece of trim from the first floor to the second floor every piece of trim every door is baby blue (laughs) everything and the walls were like a cream yellow I don't, I don't, I don't understand the palette. I don't get it. But to get rid of the blue, I would have either needed to strip Mm -hmm. or three coats. Mm -hmm. And we just did three coats. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, dude. So, dude, because we got, we had to get the carpet replaced too, because the carpet borderline looked like it was original from the mid 80s. Oh, wow. It needed, it had a lot of living on it. Yeah. Like it needed to go. Yeah. Um, So my buddy lent me his, Paint sprayer. Oh, okay. It's got like an industrial mm-hmm. paint sprayer, commercial grade, right? So he lent me that. And I'm looking and I'm like, you know, I got I got this trim paint. I'm just gonna go ahead and dump the tube into the trim paint. And because I don't care about the carpets, I'm just gonna blast the trim all on the carpet. So every room just had this big white stripe <laughs> right going the down bottom. the carpets, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even care. I which, right? I mean, it's basically a drop cloth at that. It's a pre You're pulling it out anyways. Cloth. You might as well, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, psh, 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 everywhere. So that kind of helped. Oh, yeah. Still needed an additional coat after that, but it, you know, it cut down. Right on. Yeah, we, uh, <sighs> thankfully, the uh, last couple houses we've moved into, including the last one, no paint was needed. I was worried about mm. that, but uh, I've not had to paint. We painted my, my daughter's room a few years ago. What house was that? I guess it was like our first house, but before we moved out, like before, you know, she like rearranged it when the girl, you know, when she goes from like being a kid to a teenager and I want my own, my own room, painting the walls yep, and stuff yep. like that. Yep. But uh, yeah, I haven't had to do any painting for a while, which is good because oh, I hate that shit. stuff. And the way you did it with the, with the sprayer, like that's the way to do that it, right? Everyone's bad. in there with the that rolls and the brushes. That's just, that just takes so much time and effort. And stuff like that. But if, you, if you can do a sprayer <laughs> like that, that's awesome. Oh, indoors. Of course. I think we lost Mike. We're still recording, though. So we'll just keep talking here while he figures out whoever's editing this. <laughs> Mike dropped from the call, so we're just, we're just uh, waiting for him to rejoin.
Oh my goodness. Sorry, sorry, man, for the edit. I apologize. I wish I was on vacation with with Kevin right now. We're just sipping our King's Coast coffee. Pinkies up. Unbelievable. I can't believe I did that. So, so stupid. I can't believe I did that, man. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I, I am so sorry for that edit. I'm sitting here. I meant to close out my... I had, I had Twitter open because mm -hmm. I was sending Paul a message. And I meant to close Twitter. Instead, I closed all of Chrome. <laughs> not realizing that the... Yeah, what we use to... Is in Chrome. Yeah. Do, yeah, yeah, do the show good. is in Who, Chrome. I, I said, I said whoever's, whoever's editing this, we'll just... We're gonna wait wait a second here. I'm gonna sip my coffee. <laughs> I am so sorry. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I'll just real quick log in, right? It made me re-log into my Twitch account. Oh, geez. And so I'm like, fuck, what's my password? So I forget my password. <laughs> so then I have to go back into the fucking Twitch proper, reset my password, <laughs> then go back into this and re-enter, because then they make you authenticate with a code. Yep. So I have to go back in and authenticate with a code and then get back into the program. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Well, we, okay, so you missed a lot. You, you weren't here last, uh, as we've been saying, you've been busy. You weren't here last episode. Uh, so Kevin and I did our, like, GCX kind of recap. And obviously for you, GCX is a little different because you're kind of there working and, and uh, you know, helping with security and with logistics. And stuff like that. So, how, like recap how was your gcx from 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 where you stand from where you like to you know from what you'd like to do so from from my view and this uh you know pete and i had actually a conversation and kevin obviously kevin was there the whole time with us but uh man this year was such it was such a good reset year it was so nice. It was a nice, easy transition from, you know, not having the live event for, what, two years? Mm -hmm. So we went from not having it, not having it. And it was just, this was such a great transition back into a live event. Nothing crazy, very manageable. For the most part, minus some, uh, some outliers, everyone was really, you know, really decent, really nice. It was really great to see so many people again. Um, I had a great time and for a first year back after two years off, I, it could not have gone smoother. Um, couple, couple hiccups, nothing that wasn't easily fixed and managed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
was awesome. I, I thought it was a great year, smooth year. Happy we were able to get it done. We were able to have the event again, mm-hmm. really. Um, but overall, the event, like internally, from our, my perspective, from where we were, obviously Mindy and Kevin and Paul and, and all, the guy, all the people behind the scenes had quite the hectic, but that is, that's, that's event coordination, right. that's event management, that is that field. Uh, extremely stressful and high pressure. Yeah, yeah, I I, I um, agree. I, I said the, I said the same thing. Like, uh, for being you know three years from the last event, right? Like as actual mm-hmm. time, um, I think a lot of us just almost like forgot what it was like to be in those events again, right? Like kind of reacclimating yourselves and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, again, as yeah. someone who's kind of from the other side, everything seemed to be smooth. Everything seemed to be flawless. No issues. Uh, you know from from my perspective on the creator side as a guest, um, you know, it was awesome. And again, to see everyone, like you said, to see everyone again and, and, you know, cause for the most part, like we all kind of see each other on our various social channels, right? Like Instagram or right. Twitter or whatever, like those who are our content creators, you see their streams and their YouTube videos and stuff like that. But like to have that physical space to, to talk offline, uh, so to speak, you know, air quotes, it was great. And and I told Kevin the same thing. I said, yeah, the whole GCX team, the volunteers, and then the whole rare drop team. Like, I think everyone just kind of nailed it for, for what we, what they had to work with. Right. Cause a lot of companies were still not, the budgets weren't there at the beginning of the year for travel. The budgets weren't there. A lot of companies weren't obviously weren't uh, comfortable still mm-hmm. being, um, fi- uh, physical events mm-hmm. yet. Um, a lot of stuff. So, what they were able to come to the table with, I think, was pretty impressive. Absolutely. Um, yeah, overall, great, great year. The comedy, right? The, the, the stand-up was great. Oh, dude, they killed that it. Was that was good, so, so good. Yeah. So good. I think that was the thing they that they talked about, it. like, like uh, the unsure, right? Like, someone made a comment about maybe maybe a concert, uh, you know, or, you know, do we go back to the roasts? And I think the, I think the, uh, the comedians were a great touch. Uh, they were all, they were all funny in their own ways. They all were very unique. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was a great the comedians, show. The comedians were an awesome touch. If you did like a concert, if we did some band, obviously it's your touch and go with who likes them, who doesn't. Everyone's, you know, sure. Everyone's different. Are gonna yeah. be different. But if you ever, like, if it's a big headliner, you advertise it far enough in advance, you'd probably sell tickets for GCX based on the headline, depending on how big they were. Sure. But that could be a really good event. You do, you know, two maybe opening, one or two opening, and then the live event, and they do like a set of um, six, seven songs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and obviously, every, like I said, everyone likes different kind of music, so you're not going to hit everyone. But if it's something that's kind of in the vein of like more general you know, concert style music um, or someone who can play a variety of, you know, I don't want to say old stuff, but like if it's, if it's a band that's been around for a while or a group that's been around for a while, then people just know their songs. Yeah. People know their songs and stuff. And at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a live event. Uh, It'd be the same thing going to a bar. You go to a bar or a club, like you don't control the music. The music is just on, right? Like the music's in the background. So it's like one of those things where if it's an outdoor venue, like like if you think of a uh, Rose and Shingle Creek where, where the where the event is held every year, there's tons of outdoor space. There's tons of outdoor um, you know uh, places that they could make a concert out of, and so I think it's, right. it's one of those things where you get outdoor bars, you get some outdoor seating, you got music just playing in the background, right? That ends up being like the you know 
part of the venue. So I, I don't know, it's a possibility. I know it was like something like I said, it was something that was talked about. Um, I thought the comedians were fantastic. It was a great touch. Um, they were all so good, yeah. so good. And they hit. Some people might have been a little apprehensive, I think, to the humor. Yes, it's a comedian. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just being funny. Yeah. Um, but it was all. What did you think of the bars on the floor this year? That, so that was a nice touch. I, I'm not a. I'm not a big like. Um, I'm a. I'm a social drinker. But in those types of events, it's almost like I, I. It needs to be like a switch for me. Like like um. Yeah. Going to a happy hour or going to a mixer. Um, where it's like, okay, we're going here and, you know, and, and cocktails are part of the thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Having them on the floor, like obviously doing the comedy, the comedy uh, show, that's perfect, right? Like that, that was a great opportunity to like go grab, grab a drink and everything. Um, but like me personally, like I'm not like a, let me go grab a beer and walk around drink kind of person. That's just, that's me personally. Right. Now, if my wife was with me, 100%, I would be going and getting her drinks while we're walking the, you know, the, the, the conference hall. Like, here you go, honey. You need one of these. Here you go, right? Because like, right. not her scene, not her vibe. I've been trying to talk her into going. And honestly, I thought I was going to be like be able to do it this next coming year. But then when they announced the dates, uh, again, as we talked at the beginning of the show, my kids go back to school like the first week of August. So next year is on a Friday, Saturday of the first like weekend of August. So my kids right. most likely, well, I guess my, my daughter will graduate next year. My son will be starting high school or his uh, starting school that year, uh, that Monday of coming back from GCX. So getting her to come oh. might not make, might, might not happen now because, because of his school next day. She'd be like, no, For real, no, jeez. No. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, one of these, one of these years I'll get it out there. Like, you know, make a vacation out of it. I, Cause I keep telling her like the resort's awesome. Like you don't have to go to the conference. Like. Give me one hour, walk the floor with me just to see what I do, what, is, what it's like, meet some people, and then go hang by yep. the pool, go, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It is cool. It's, it's a cool event, cool event to come in and see. Next year is going to be huge. I can't wait. I can't wait. That more than likely, Allie will be out with us. Um, my daughter will almost be one at that yeah. point. Yeah, so. <laughs> that crazy to hey, think about. She flies for free. You start, you start thinking already a year ahead. Oh, one year old daughter. She might be walking by then. You know, Jeez. <laughs> she's not even here yet. And you're like, <laughs> Allie. She wanted to come this year. It just it wasn't in the cards. Sure. I, I f- flew down, did the event, flew back out like super early mm-hmm. after it ended, and. Allie picked me up at the airport. We drove straight from the airport right to Outer Banks, North Carolina. Oh, wow. For our vacation. Your vacation. So yeah. it was like bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. It made it work. It was, it was a nice vacation afterwards. It'd be really nice to just maybe decompress a little at Rosen Shingle for a couple of days and then leave. Absolutely. Well, hang out with everybody. And that's, that's so. the idea for next year with them doing the Friday, Saturday. And so the events Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and then you have Sunday, you have the extra day to Sunday. Cause a lot of people like will leave Sunday night because they've got to work Monday. Right. So they, they leave yep. in the middle of the day, Sunday kind of thing. So, um, but it's nice. Even if you don't, even if you don't stay Sunday and you fly home Saturday, or if you fly home early Sunday morning, you still have all Sunday to kind of unpack. You have a day. Absolutely. Relax, get out of that weekend mode that, cause it's, it's a big event, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot. You're, doing a lot interacting and to just do nothing for a day afterwards before you go back into your routine is nice oh yeah well i think that's across the board like people the joke is always like you need a vacation from your vacation right like you go you're gone for a week 
and you come back on like a Saturday or Sunday and you got work on Monday, you're like, damn, I got all this stuff to catch up on, but I don't have time. And I don't want to do anything because I was just, you know, road tripping or and you're a week behind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's definitely how it goes. I know we uh, we actually just were up uh, this last weekend uh, or well, I guess this weekend uh, from when we were recording. Um, we went up to Pine, Arizona, which is just a, like a two hour drive from where where we live. Uh, mm-hmm. If you live in like Phoenix proper, it's only like an hour and a half. It's not very far. So it's not very much. It's not a whole lot cooler. It's only maybe like 15 degrees cooler, uh, 20 tops, depending on the winds and stuff. So it was still like in the 90s. Um, so it was still like in the, oh my God. in the sun. It was still hot. But man, you're a dry heat out there, right? It is. We're, we're getting our, into our humid months right now. Like we have two months of humidity. Um, it's it's weird, though, because like even like yesterday, we were, I was walking to the store and like it's humid. You feel it like, oh, yeah, this is not normal Arizona weather. But it's not like Florida. Like it's not that like pressure is on you. Like you can feel all the humidity. That's a dense yes. heat. Yeah. We, a very heavy dense heat yeah we only get sure. that like in august and that's like because monsoon season starts like at the end of june right so it's all of july but it's light like we've had rain maybe like twice so far right but as the mm-hmm. month goes on august hits that's usually when we get like the, the haboobs which are like the big wall of sand you see like in like dubai right like we get that shit no way yeah yeah, yeah. like on the, like on the outskirts what? like like mesa like the southeast valley where the mountains are less there's less mountains it comes do rolling get, in. Do you get hit by that? You get we, hit by I that? I don't. No, I live. I live. Oh. I live on the west side, closer to another mountain range. So I get like we do. We do get wind and we do get dusty. But those walls you see, like the the news choppers, like flying, and you just see this wall. Right. No, that thankfully that's like way way east. I don't. I don't get that, but it's a thing uh, for sure. Do you have to have certain like protections on the home? Like I can't imagine. I keep saying like I have to get that out of my <laughs> head. That word. Do you have to have some sort of window protecting? Because your stuff's got to get messed up, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, my stuff's dusty as hell all the time. Uh, you know, I've only been in this but house for like a year like and a half. Scratch your cars? Yeah, it's just dusty. It's just dirty all the time. But uh, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. Wow. That's a good question, man. I don't know anybody that lives that far out there that like would get hit by that thing. Like, like legit, like that thing comes across and eventually hits the first set of suburbs. I don't know. You would that's assume, a good question. yeah windows and stuff on the house getting scratched from the abrasion even your cars yeah. like your paints the paint has to be messed up i don't you know it's funny i don't you, i don't hear about that so maybe it's it's not huh. that bad you know like maybe maybe just like in the distance you see it out in the desert and then by the time it gets to the city it starts to just dissipate i don't know calm down maybe hmm. i mean we definitely have people who live out in the sticks you know a uh, lot of a lot of reservation land that's out in the outskirts and stuff so I know some people are getting hit by that stuff, but it just must not be enough to like make the news. We're like, oh, people's houses were, you know, blown away. That's nuts. So it's not like everything you see depicted in every fictional no, movie. No, because it's not like sandstorm comes. They have yeah. a breathing tube and they sit there, and next thing you know, they're covered by six feet of sand. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not like that. And it's it's just it's just crazy <laughs> when you do see the video of it because, like I said, you'll see like a, like a news chopper's like you know flying above it, and you're just like you see this wall, and you're like, holy crap! I think it's one of those like it comes and then like I said, it just kind of like fall and it eventually just dissipates out, but. uh yeah, but up in Pine was awesome, man. Like we we were in this little Airbnb cabin, and Pine's weird because it's like it's like a town, and and the the cabins are like a little suburb. They're just you know, there's no fences between them. It's trees between houses. But like I could like walk up my I walk out the door and like say hi to the neighbor. Right, the houses are still that close. 
Okay. Yeah. Whereas my dad has a cabin in Payson, which is a little further uh, east of like Pine, and his he he's got land. So like his neighbor, you know, you could shout at somebody to like say hi, wave, but like they're not like next door neighbors kind of thing. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I love that man. The porch, just sit on the back porch, the trees and stuff, and. And a lot of people don't realize that in you know when we think of Phoenix, you think of Arizona, you think of desert, right? You think of just dirt and, and mountains. First thing comes to mind. Yeah. Yep. But like two hours north, man, like Flagstaff, Prescott, Payson, you know, uh, those 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 cities, the elevations up. I think the elevation of Pine was like uh, over five thousand, uh, over five thousand. So I think Strawberry, which is the next town over, is like fifty eight hundred. So it's you know you're, you're getting up there. Uh, there's definitely okay. snow. People in the in the in the winter can go up there. Uh, there's a snow bowl, which is like a like a ski resort. That's like the big one here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that you can actually go up there and That's ski and nuts. snow. And, oh yeah. We were in Texas. It was always people traveling. You know, obviously we're not getting snow any snow in Texas. Like very rarely, mm-hmm. ever, if ever. And any it was when we were there, we had a snowstorm, but it was more ice. And to see the entire state panic. Like, <laughs> There's out there like spreading kitty litter on shit. I'm like, this is gonna do nothing. What are you doing? What are you doing? Everyone's still trying to make it to work. They don't know what's going on. Yep. But uh, we go, we go way north in Pennsylvania. You go upstate, bordering New York. That's it. Is dense forest. I helped a friend. I helped a friend build a cabin up there. And we, what we would do is we. We hauled all the lumber up ourselves and every, every, everybody's truck towed up, whatever. We hauled everything up. We cleared it out, put the footers in. And when we were back home, we prefabbed all the walls, stacked all the walls on a trailer, hauled the walls up, put then install. It was bit, bit by bit. It worked out. It's a not a luxury cabin. It's it. There's no power ran to it, but it is awesome. Your nearest neighbor is four wheeler away. Oh, wow. It is, there are no maintained roads up there. No, no pavement. It's all gravel, dirt trails. And four, four wheel, four by four is absolutely needed to get up there. Really? There's, there's no sedan. You cannot bring cars up there. You can't, it's nothing. You're, you have to have four by four to get up to these places. Your nearest neighbors, like I said, four wheeler drive away to get to them. You are in the middle of the woods. At night, it is the pitchest black <laughs> because there is no light pollution right. whatsoever. It is just dark. You can't see anything in front of your face. And he just owns this land? Like he bought this land out there? Yep. Yep. Bought the land up there. Cut. We went up, cut everything down, built a cabin. Um, awesome time. That's awesome. Awesome. I love being up there. You get sparse to no cell phone service. Mm-hmm at all you have to travel down the road mm-hmm. to get it which i love i, I you like love to disconnect dis- oh it's the best it the, the greatest feeling my wife and i will go camping um the place we go is four and a half hours from here okay but same deal we get um like a rustic type basically it's just a it's just a all it is is a cleared out area with a with a fire fire ring. so that it's contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. So we set up, I parked my truck up. We set our tents, uh, my tent. We're good to go. Set up a couple of hammocks to relax. And we're up there for three, four days and nothing works. Nothing. 
my we bring my son up, so it'll probably be a little while before we get my daughter up sure, there. Sure. But we bring my son and my dog. My dog comes camping with us, and that's it. Everything else is cut off. I get no notifications whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It is the greatest. <laughs> it is such a needed reset. Oh yeah. We, uh, so I never grew up camping, right? Like my, my dad, we, I rode dirt bikes, right? Uh, I, I still have one. My dad Hell still yeah. races. Uh, he's 65, 65 and he's, and he still races. He still races. Yeah. We go to, uh, Yo. we go to San Bernardino, California. There's a track of the real famous track called Glen Helen. It's like got this really steep mountain to climb Mount St. Helen. Um, and it's got uh-huh. the Talladega, like NASCAR style, uh, turn, it's a real famous track. It's like the kickoff of the motocross season. It's always Memorial Day weekend at Glen Helen. And uh, in November, they do the World Vet Nationals. And it's all the way up to like, I think there's a 75 class. And it's like three dudes, right? But they're 75 plus and they're freaking racing, dude. They're still out there rapping, yep. dude. Yep. So my dad's what? out there and and uh, and it's, it's every five years. So uh, this, this coming year, he'll be in the 65 plus class. And uh, yeah, man, he gets out there and he tears it up. You know, he's been riding since he was like 10. That's impressive, so man. It's that muscle memory. He's... He's out of shape and he beats himself up and I'm always like, pop, you got to work. You got to like lead into this like three months in advance. You know what I'm saying? Like it's July. You should start training now. Start training. Start <laughs> he like, training. He like the, like four weeks, three weeks before like November. He's like, I'm going to start going to the track. I'm like, you probably should do that. Yeah. But uh, that we, is impressive. We, we never, we never went camping or anything like that. So when I started dating my wife, she, her dad's always had trailers and so, um, you know, first couple times I went camping with them, you know, I stayed in their trailer, slept on like the, uh, you know, the pullout couch or an air mattress, something like that. And then eventually we got married, had our first kid. Uh, we would visit them at the campgrounds and then just, you know, we just drive up there for the day, hang out with them, eat dinner and then drive back home. And cause again, two hour drive, like it's not that big of a drive. Right. Um, and then after our second kid, we decided to buy a tent. And so we started tent camping. And at first it was like we were just on their property, wherever their trailer was in their, in their campground and just camp like in their like little side yard. And then eventually we started getting our own campsites just around the corner or whatever, you know, two, two tots down. And, uh, and then eventually uh, when I, we, we, it was already kind of lined up. It just happened to work out the year that I quit my job to do content creation full time. We bought a trailer. And so I bought a, you know, big 30 foot tow behind trailer that my truck could tow. Yeah. And uh, we started doing trailer camping. And so just this evolution of, you know, whatever. And we did that. We yep. had that for about five or six years. And I, we, we just sold it uh, last year. Um, it was just one of those, like, we weren't using it as much. And the kids are gotten a lot older now. And it was like... I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Well, they had bunk beds. We bought it. You know, the kids were... Oh, God. How old were they? Uh, like, maybe like six and eight, you know? So they're still pretty little. So they had bunk beds. They're all excited about bunk beds, right? Well, now my son's almost as tall as me and his feet hang out, right? And my daughter's like, I'm going to sleep on the pullout couch because it's more comfortable than that piece of foam. So it was right, like, right. if we're going to keep doing this, we need to sell this and get a bigger, something bigger for the kids. Upgrade. So we were like, you know what? Let's just sell it and we'll wait a couple summers. And if we we're like itching to get back to it, we'll go buy a new one. See how much you miss it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then also figure out like, hey, kids, do we get one with, for you guys as well? Or do you guys want to do a tent or whatever, right? Right. So like this last two summers it's been like Airbnbs and cabins, right? And so like New Year's, for example, New Year's last minute, my wife's like, hey, let's go get like a cabin up north and like do like New Year's up in the woods. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do that. That's a great idea. Which is what we did. And that's how we found Pine too. Like it was the same little area. And then for her birthday, which was a couple weeks ago, it was like, hey, you want to like, you want to get a resort or you want to go to a casino? Like, what do you, you want to do? She's like, I think I want to go back up to like up north and like, and just like some little small little town. I'm like, 
okay. So she's really digging this like small town thing, but like we're doing cabins right now. It's kind of what I'm getting to is like, we went from like the, the, I didn't camp at all to tent camping to, to, to trailers. And now I'm at the cabin stage and I'm feeling like this is my vibe because like, okay. I like going somewhere and everything kind of already being in, in its place. And you just have to like, you know, bring yep. your food and drinks and stuff. And like, yep, yep, yep. And then you can kind of go different places, right? Like every every time we want to go somewhere, it's like a new city, no new town. Even going to the same town, like the Pine, destination. Yeah, we were like we were literally like yeah. two streets over from where we stayed for New Year's. Like once we drove in, I was like, oh, we were that over there. We're going over here today. It still gives you a different mm-hmm. vibe, right? There's like elk walking mm-hmm. around and and stuff like that near near where we were staying. And uh, that's, I, I my dad's got a cabin, like I said, in Payson, and I and he always tells me, hey, you can come up and use it all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of curious. Like in my mind, like I had the trailer, but the trailer is something you look pull out, set up, you tow it, mm-hmm. drop it. You're there for the week, for the couple of days of the week, pack it all back up, drive back down, unload it, clean it, and then store it. Right. Whereas with the cabin, everything, if you own a cabin, you just kind of put everything in its place and you just kind of like, it's your stuff, right? Like you, yeah. you've got stuff that's always yeah. there. And my dad yeah. will go up just for like a one night. He'll he'll drive up on a Saturday after work. Do dinner, hang out, fire, stay the night, leave like late Sunday afternoon, right? Just one, because it's only a two-hour drive. And I'm like, that to me, I feel like I would use that more than like the trailer because it's such an ordeal to pull it out and like set it up and everything. Probably. I mean, you if you had a cabin, if I had a cabin, I would be out there probably every other weekend. Right? Yeah, you just drive up and it's... Absolutely. Grab like, you on your way in, you go to the, you go to the grocery store right there and in town, you grab just yep. what you need for the night. You know, six pack, a steak, you know, salad, you're done for the night. Nothing to, to clean, go. really. You know, like you, good to go. you bring one set of clothes, you're just like, I'm good. Yep. So I told my wife, it's like, I, that's kind of what my vibe I'm feeling right now. And, you know, I, my daughter's going into senior year. So one more year, and then she kind of figures out what she wants to do. I was just going to say, it's also something. So, like, your, your kids are getting to the point, well, they both drive now, right? So one does. One does. The other one's, the other one's oh, only one does. Yeah, he's 15. He's got six months to get his driver's permit okay so you gotta figure if you get a cabin it's something you and your wife enjoy it's your destination away from home on top of that that's something easily your kids could drive up and enjoy absolutely they could take advantage of that and they could have fun and it's it's, i remember going up to my buddies who parent parents house had cabins now we got into you know what we did but we were up in the mountains you know what i mean where we weren't bothering no one was going anywhere you weren't bothering nobody you're just hanging out at the cabin it's a fun time. Absolutely. A lot of fun. Well, and the thing is, like, they love the, uh, well, this is a great example. Exactly. We, 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 we told my daughter, hey, make sure you request this weekend off. Let's do like, something family. Let's go somewhere. Let's do something, right? So we started making the plans for this weekend. And I was like, all right, same thing. I asked my wife. I was like, would well, you guys want to do like a resort and like do like a pool with like a slide and like, you know, like a staycation type of thing? Or, you know, like, what, what do you guys want to do for your little, like, little, you know, little mini vacation? And both of them said, I want to kind of rent a cabin. I'm like, they they missed the ca- they missed the camping. We, we sold the trailer, but they missed going to there the woods is, and they missed you know doing that. There is something to be said for that level of relaxation. Mm-hmm. And I wholehearted. I am not much of a beach person, at all. Not much of a beach person. I will go. My wife adores the beach. Mm-hmm. My kid loves the beach. Um, to the beach to me is more work than it is anything else, right? So even if you go to the beach, you get a house, you're expected to hit the beach. That's why you're there. Right. So it's like, so you got to pack all your shit up. Now, I preface that with saying I discover, I didn't discover, I was shown four by four beaches and it changed my damn life. Oh yeah. 
I will not go to a beach again unless it's a four by four beach. Unless you can drive around on it. That that <laughs> changed my life and my opinion about going to the beach. If I go to the beach, it's a four by four beach. You pack your truck up with all your shit. You can bring bigger coolers, more food. You can bring shade, bigger shade. Oh, yeah. Everything. All the toys, throw it right in the back of the truck. Put your four-wheel drive on. You drive right down the beach. You back up. You park it. You pull all your shit out, and you're there. Like, And you have everything you need. And Hell when yeah. you're done, you pack it up, throw it, throw it in the back of the truck, drive back to the house, and that's it. You're done. You're done. I wonder if there. But historically, I don't know if there's how many of those are in California. I don't think I've seen. There's got to be. There's got to be. But historically, for me, going to the beach is always more work than it's worth for a vacation. Because you spend the day out on the beach, you're drained. Like the sun just it sucks it out of you. And to me, it's just not much of a reset or like mm-hmm. a vacation. It's I don't know. I just I've never been much of a beach guy. No, I, yeah, I've always I, been mountains. I feel that. I feel that. Okay, yeah. So there, there are a few in California. Just quick list that pops up: Fiesta Island, Pismo State Beach, Chadbourne Gulf. Yeah. So the places that I, I typically go, there's not like you don't see cars on the beach. But that what you're saying, saying is awesome. If you have, it's incredible. It. My buddies introduced me to surf fishing. I am. I am now a surf. I. I. That's my next investment. Surf fishing setups. Um, revenge on the sharks. Let's go. <laughs> but. It, it awesome man we had we had stereo like big bluetooth speakers out on the beach jamming out food drinks just you're and you're good man you got your your vehicle right there when you're ready to go you pack it up jump in the vehicle and go i will say you have to have at least where we were it has to be a decent it has to be some sort of decent like suv i i if you have, um, if you have like a like a street SUV, uh, like a crossover, yeah, yeah, that might be a little difficult because sure. you don't have the clearance for the ruts. Yep. But anything else, I above that, you're good. Just you're good. The amount of SU or uh, excuse me, the amount of sedans that I saw stuck in the sand because they thought that <laughs> it was going to be packed yeah. was hilarious. Right. In fact, there is a fail page. I think it's on on the gram. There's a fail page for this beach of all the people who try to make it down. Dude, I'm not even kidding. We had like a, it took it. a twenty. It took a 25 minute drive on the beach in the sand oh. to get to where we're going. Damn. Um, it's it's okay, a hike. Yeah. And okay. Even cooler. By me, there's this beach. It's called Acetique, and they have wild horses roaming the beach, and you can camp there. It's a really fun time. You got to pick and choose your season because the horse flies are atrocious. Oh, but you can camp on the beach and you can see the wild horses running around. As we're driving to this other beach, that's a four by four beach. You see the wild horses everywhere. It that's was awesome. awesome. My kid had a blast. Right on. I way off topic, but the beach to me is more work than it is vacation. Yeah. The mountains to me, that is like. That is the epitome of vacation mode. You just melt into limited responsibilities, right? Make sure the kid don't play with the fire and uh, make sure there's something to eat. Right. And you're, and you're otherwise you, you're just chilling. You're unplugged. There's nothing around you stressing you out or saying this has to get done. You know what I mean? 
There's nothing. You're just hanging out, unplugged. You kind of go at your own pace. Hey, is anybody hungry? Right? The first thing you wake up and it's like that cup of coffee out on the porch outside where it's cool and it's just woods. Yeah, that's, that's my speed right there, man. See, it's funny you say that because, okay, so again, born and raised in Arizona, vacation was always to California because it's just it's a drive, right? You just hop on the 10, right. go west until you hit the coast. And it's like you either go south to San Diego or you keep going straight to like L.A., kind of central California, right? And that was vacations for me. It was always like, you know, Disneyland, SeaWorld, Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, like, you know, whatever vacation destination. But it was always to the beach, like you said, right? And you'd always try to get a beach house or a house you know, within a few, within walking distance of the beach. Didn't always happen, but as we got older, especially as I became an adult, we always, like, one street from the beach was a, was a, was a minimum, right? And like you said, though, you have to pack up the, 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 the wagon yep. and all your toys and kids. Yep. Grab your boards, grab your, you know, all your things. And it's because we're going, we're going to go all one together, right? Then you get to the beach, you unload, you unpack, and it's, that's the day, right? So I definitely feel that. And in my mind, that's, quote, unquote, vacation. Like, my brother-in-law and I still have this conversation, like, for him, to, for him to be called a vacation, it has to have a beach, right? For in his, his mind, like that's vacation. Okay. But as we're getting older, we we just had this conversation because we talked about our our uh, her, my wife's birthday trip. I was like, yeah, man. I said it didn't feel like a vacation. It felt like this like weekend getaway, right? It's like it's weird how our brains are wired. Like a vacation is a week long, and it's a particular destination that you went to that you wouldn't normally go on a weekend because it's vacation, right? right? Like people who don't right. live in Anaheim, you know, they go, they, they go to Disneyland like every other weekend because they have the pass and it's just around the corner, like no big deal. But for anyone that lives out of the state, it's like going to Disneyland is a big deal. It's vacation, right? Right. But after like this like, last weekend, now being like our third time in, in the last, what, six months, eight, seven months, going back to this little town, I'm with you, man. Like I, I love that vibe of it just like driving up there, hitting that, that back porch with a cup of coffee or a cocktail. Yep. And the thing is too, man, like, and my, again, my kids are on the older side 17, 15. They wanted to do this. We get there. What do you guys want to do? Let's play board games. They want to play freaking board games with their parents. Like I had multiple moments this weekend, just stare. I'm sitting back. My wife's playing with my son. My daughter's like on her phone or whatever. I think, I think, I think I took a picture and I posted it, but it's like, I had this moment of just like, this is my family. This is our weekend. <laughs> You know, like we're not going on any on, on like any big family vacations because we traveled a buttload in the front end of the year for my daughter's volleyball. Like, like I went to Philly, my daughter went to Chicago, or my, my, my wife went to Chicago, and then we both went to Vegas like twice within like four months. Jeez. It was like bam, bam, bam. We were like, hey kids, we might not be going on our big trips this this year. And they're like, we're fine with that, dad. We're fine. Like we just want to chill at home. Like, all right, good. <laughs> so this cool. this was like our little like vacation, quote unquote vacation. We'll do we'll probably do another weekend getaway before the kids start school. Um, but they're both excited to start school, you know, like it's just one of those things where like we, we, we get older, we mature and, and our, our interests change, our likes change. Like, don't get me wrong. I love going to the beach. I, I'm still itching to go to San Diego cause it's been a year. Sure. But sure. This weekend was like that relaxation, that chill. And I can't wait to do it again. I'm like, all right, when's the next time? When's the next time we're going, you know, yep. it's awesome. I, I love it. And I, even when I'm camp camping, camping, I, <clears throat> I typically, I like sleeping I love my tents, mm -hmm. but uh, hammocks are amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I, you could just give me a sleeping bag, and we can just sleep on the ground. At, not the most comfortable. Right, right, right. But you make it work, right? Absolutely. I, I just love that. 
and I try to be as minimal. If we go camping. I have I'm like the way I make coffee is an AeroPress. That's that's my call. I pre grind. I put it in a container, and I use my AeroPress, and that's how we're making coffee. Um, it's I love the simplicity, and like I said, there's just there's something to be said for no responsibilities. Oh yeah, for that time period. You mean for that time for that period of time? There's just there's nothing on you. Yep. And that's vacation. I dig that. That's my reset. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. Speaking of reset, Tarkov. Yes. Dude, what's up? What's up with this? I, I wanted to talk to you about this when they made the announcement. Yep. Um, what the heck did they change? Didn't they add like a different mode now? Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, this is 12, 12, 30 is the patch, the release, right? And, um, mm-hmm. and, and every, for those who don't know Escape from Tarkov, every about six months is when they do a, a wipe. And a wipe is literally everyone's accounts go back to zero as if you just bought the game. So everyone's back to square one. And when they do this, it's usually a bigger update. Um, so for, the, for this wipe, we got the Lighthouse expansion. So Lighthouse was the new map that came out in December. And that was our last wipe, which was 1212. They, I, you know, put that on, they, they released it on 1212 because it was the 1212 patch. It was funny. Um, <laughs> so we got the Lighthouse expansion. We got three new bosses, three new rogue bosses. And of course, they didn't leave any details leading up to it. So we didn't know. We were, everyone was speculating like, oh, this boss is going to be over here. This bo-. Though they actually roam as a pack. So these three bosses Ooh. roam together. And the, 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 the uh, big like reveal was they're not just on the new map. They're actually on four different maps. So at any given moment, you're running around one of the already existing maps or the new map. And these three bosses can just show up and will wreck you that's awesome yeah one's a sniper one's a grenade got a grenade launcher so he rushes you with a grenade launcher and then the third one is just like your typical like a badass with a, a m4 you know hk something like that um but anyway 416 baby yeah, yeah yeah so they so yeah so that's the the big the, the map expansion was the big thing but then of course there's like new guns new armor um there's uh a, so there's an offline mode we've always had the offline mode that's how you would like go in and like learn the map and practice well, mm-hmm. for the first time ever it's co-op, so I can bring somebody into the offline mode and walk them through the map. That's a great feature. Absolutely, because because that's the biggest thing is like everyone's like, oh yeah, go offline, but that's but you're still solo. You still have to be by yourself and figure it out right. with like a, a second monitor, you know, with a map. And now I can literally walk somebody through. And be like, okay, there's a stash here. This is where you plant the thing. This is where this spawns. Like, it's very cool. And also like be able to make videos like for content creators. Like if I'm That's following true. you now. I'm, I'm and I can like get record video. It's, it's just a really cool uh, bonus you could, that they added to that it. Probably also opens up to. Is there friendly fire? There is. Yes. So you could probably Testing. even open that up to like your range. Your guys that are doing like in depth range on weapons, damage calculators, add on calculators. That opens up a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are probably the Didn't two they- biggest things. Didn't they add, isn't there like another, like a new game mode, like a more PVP mode? Yes, so uh, Arena. Arena's coming out in the fall. Yes, yes. Yeah, it comes out in the fall. Um, they they announced that like the early beta testing will be, you know, we're, we're expecting this. So the wipe just happened a couple weeks ago. So I'm my guess is like end of August-ish time frame because they want to they release Arena's out fully before the 1.0 release, which everyone's speculating to be like December, January, because that's the next big, you know, big drop. And according to them, unless they like, they throw a curveball to us, Streets is the is the next big map, and that comes out with 1.0. And so Arena is supposed to be out before that, and like dialed in, and then 1.0 launches. The actual game comes out of beta, 
And if you have the uh, EOD edition, which is like the, the biggest package, you get Arena included. But if you have any of the other packaged, uh, the other versions of the game, you have to purchase Arena separately. Vice versa, you don't have to own Escape from Tarkov proper to buy Arena. You, you can just arena? Buy, you can just buy Arena. Yeah. So a la carte, if you will. Exactly. And honestly, I think it's gonna be huge because I think a lot of people are like Tarkov's daunting to them. They'll jump into Arena, play Arena, be like, this is dope. Is this how the guns work in the game? Okay, cool. Let me try out the regular game. I think that's gonna be a lot of that. How is the community receiving the idea of a traditional PvP mode being introduced and possibly taking away from the player base that would be in standard Tarkov? From what I've read, from what I've heard, everyone's excited about it because like you get into Tarkov and if you're having a bad day, man, you're having a bad day. Like Tarkov will continue to punch you in the balls and you're just like, you, you get up and you're like, all right, let's go again. And, oh, and you get hit again. You're like, oh, and you're like, how many more times can I get up? Like one of these times it's got to right, work, right. right? But there's just some days right. you get Tarkov is, you know, as the saying goes. Um, I think a lot of people are excited because they can just switch over to arena and play okay. a Tarkov you're playing Tarkov the game the guns we just don't know anything about the mode we don't know how it works my prediction I'm just gonna throw this out there my prediction is gonna be like Counter-Strike where like you have like a dollar amount and you buy your loadout right That's because great because the way the game works you have armor you have ears you have ammo you That's, have attachments oh, I would love that so my guess is you you load in because it's gonna be 6v6 and they, there's a trailer you can go watch it uh the first the first uh map is like a, a airport terminal right which terminal in the game is actually a port for like ships and stuff uh, uh like boats and stuff but these maps but are going to be shrunk down and reorganized right yeah yeah they're definitely arena style maps right the first one you see right. is like the, the spectators are all up, up on the second floor looking down at you and you're running people are running around and it, you know it looks like tarkov so my guess is like you, you win you earn money and then the next round you buy better better gear better loadout um but they've said that the game's Yo, gonna be separate i am on board for that yeah yeah, it's, I, I think it's going to be great. I think the community receives well. We won't know until it launches to whether or not, like you said, whether it pulls the player base off. I think at the very least, people who play Tarkov don't play arena shooters, right? They play Tarkov because it's not an arena shooter. Right. It, well, that's ex exactly my point. You don't play Tarkov because it's not like anything else you've played, right? right? It's not your respawn. Uh, it's not an arcade shooter, right? Die, respawn, die, respawn, die, respawn. Um, and there's consequences to it. So I'm that being said, though, a lot of these arena shooters have implemented BRs, mm -hmm. which are also I mean, they're closer related to arcade than a Tarkov. Mm -hmm. But every time you play like uh, a Battlefield or a COD, if they introduce it, you see a lot of people not happy about it generally because, well, now you're pulling away from the 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 player base that would be 6v6. Right. So, granted, I, I, I concede the fact that BR is more closely related because you die, you technically just respawn into a new match, but it's, in, it's, it's still instant gratification. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was like on the fence. I was like, wow, the, the Tarkov community could be really pissed that this, this is what's going on. Or you could just be bringing in and you're now pulling people from your battlefields, which is hot dog shit, and your CODs, yep. right? Tarkov is now pulling those players, which could be huge because now you're converting 
into escape fans. That's how I that's how I look at it. That's what I think is going to happen, honestly. I think the Tarkov that makes that makes even more sense because Cod's knocking off Escape from Tarkov in their next game. Exactly. Battlefield tried, there right? Is. Like the the when Battlefield came out this last year, they had a mode. They were kind of people were saying, "Oh, it's like Tarkov." Call of Duty's already announced that they're doing something similar as well. It's that it's that raid extraction PvPvE game, right? Like the Cycle Frontier just came out uh, last month. Cycle Frontier is the first, I would say, like fully released game in that genre. Um, mm-hmm. There's Hunt Showdown, which is similar. I, I played Hunt Showdown a little bit, but it's been a long time. That's like a mix, yeah, like a BR slash Escape, but very. I was extremely interested in that for the, like the um, the horror aspect. Yeah, it looked phenomenal. Yeah, it's like a horror the, western. Yeah, the the systems were awesome. I've heard very that they're very similar. Like they are in that same vein. I just haven't played it enough to really be like, oh yeah, it's just like Tarkov with X, Y, and Z. I, if I remember correctly, right. you your first you pick a character and the character has a loadout, and then once you survive, yes. then you can change your loadout. If I remember correctly, but I'm not 100 sure. Have Have you ever played uh, Let It Die? No, I haven't heard of it. What so, is that? um, it is like a per, like a permadeath dungeon crawler esque um it it initially released on PlayStation i believe it was a, an exclusive there but it has since gone out to steam you can get it on steam right now i love that game okay love it i did not like the monetization model with all the skulls and the stamps and stuff but the premise is essentially you can buy a skin which is a human being in that game you have a refrigerator of skins so you have human bodies that you're just kind of cycling through in a closet and you're like oh i want and they're called fighters i want this fighter you pull that fighter right and you start climbing the floors boom 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 and as you climb the floors you're killing enemies you're getting gear you're getting weapons you're getting all the stuff to make your character better um and then you can go back to the hub and, and you can craft things and blah. but once your skin once your fighter dies in the tower and there's random jackal bosses that are going and they'll 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 fuck you up but uh once that fighter dies that fighter's gone it it permadeath it's gone okay. you now have to get another fighter level the fight it, it Great game. I love the game. I haven't played it in a while, so maybe I should go back. Highly recommend check it out. It's called That's Let It free Die. free to play on Steam, yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I awesome. love those. The, those uh, I mean, even um, The Division, uh, you know, they did that tower style of game uh, or, or, you know, mode. Summit, the Summit. Yeah. Um, I've been playing it, man. There's there's talks about them doing <laughs> something similar to that where same thing, right? Your character, you build up as you go on. Go on so... I think yeah, the yeah. mode is 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 emerging. Um, there's another one called Marauders that is very like that's a they like looked at Tarkov and said let's just change the paint. The core mm. of the game is v- like Tarkov. You, the only difference is you start off in space, third person. It's like as if World War Two. I forget the premise of the game, but it's like it's in the 90s. Like you're playing the game in like 1993, and it's no as way. if World War Two didn't end or it didn't end. Like we didn't win or something like that. Like you're flying around in like a World War II submarine that has been converted to a spaceship. And like we are leaving Earth because Earth is jacked, right? And so you you are on this spaceship, you land at a space station, you get out, and now you're first person and you're using like World War II weapons. Um, but it's very it's Tarkov, like to the T, you have safe pockets, you have a stash, you loot your gear, you have to extract, and to extract, you have to get back to your ship. 
third person back to your ship, ship get to a, uh, a like a jump gate and you have to like jump out and that's how you quote unquote get out. Okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think, I think this, I think this mode is emerging. Like I said, the, uh, the cycle frontier just came out. Love that game for those who are listening. If Tarkov's interest you, but you've been too like scared to, to jump, make the jump, it's $40 minimum to get in. And it's like, it, cause it's ball crushing hard. Try the cycle frontier. It's free on steam and on the Epic store on PC right now. Um, it is the same type of PV PVE raid extraction. Um, but it's sci-fi. It's a little more arcadey, and the and the um, the gear is color coded like Apex Legends, right? There's white, green, blue, purple, yellow, red. So it's very easy oh, cool. to be like that one's better than the one I'm using because it's a higher color, right? So it's very easy right. to get into. Um, there's not all the skills of Tarkov and all the mid maxing in Tarkov. It's very much like this gun's better than that gun. That attachment increases your recoil or, de- or decreases your recoil, increases your damage, whatever, right? It's very a simpler system so i highly recommend right. checking that out uh i love the cycle frontier it's a great great game i was playing the crap out of it until the wipe now that tarkov's got the wipe i'm back on tarkov full time and loving that i'll tell you what if if arena is anything like uh csgo mm-hmm. dude dude that that might be my new addiction. I th- again, could I, you imagine getting into csgo in quotations csgo new now Mm -hmm. like that's valorant like that that's valorant right now i think the the new generation like my son loves valorant he plays the crap out of it he tried csgo and it's kind of like meh right i think it's that the generational uh it's the wow factor right like kids get decent like i mean we get desensitized to things when we were kids to now it's like oh that's not even that's not even gross it's not gruesome that's not you know hardcore enough right right scary movies for example don't scare you like they use you know the back in the day they're not scary Valorant is like the new CSGO, I think, for this generation. And so I think Tarkov actually kind of goes back to the roots of CSGO because it's more of just a straight shooter and guns, gunplay, you know, versus like, what I like Valorant has the abilities and the powers. That's the and, hero. That's the hero thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you give me modern weapons and just basic FPS, I am there. Yeah, I think you're going to That's my love jam. It then. I think you're going to love it. I am pumped, dude. <laughs> yeah, supposed awesome. to be this fall. Supposed to be this fall. So we'll see. They they have high ambitions. I mean, that's one thing with the the developers uh, um, at BSG. They they throw out there like, this is what we want to do, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And they'll tell us as we get closer to that deadline. Like, yeah, you know, things change. Like, Streets was supposed to come out like last year, two years ago, and since then, two other maps have come out. Right? Like, respect, man. Because at this point, how many de- how many developers will promise something and then it, and then it. It falls either falls flat on its face because it didn't get enough time in the oven, right? Um, or it just gets canceled. Instead, it's like, yeah, I know this is what we're planning, but yep, we're shooting for this time frame, and if you don't get it in this time frame, like, I mean, we can only be so sorry, yeah. because we're working on it. Well, and I think too so, the like they'll say like, hey, this is what we're working on, this is the goal, but they don't talk about all the underlining things. They don't talk about all the other little um, like like in this in this patch. They're like one of the new things they didn't talk about at all. It was just kind of like, here you go, here's something new. Was in the last patch, we had airdrops, right? So you'll all of a sudden hear this just loud ass jet, and you look up, and there's a big ass, I don't know what the big, what's the big plane that drops like tanks? That big, the big fucker, whatever that ship's called, that plane. Or like literally, Hercules motherfucker? Yeah, like the sea, whatever. They drop like cars and stuff, right? It's one of those big ass planes, and it drops like a, a, you know, a little parachute and drops and a little red flare comes out smoke right 
Well, now mm -hmm. you can call those in and there's three or four different kinds. Like this one has armor, this one has weapons, this one has food or whatever. Like you can call in specific ones or when they get brought in, you look up and whatever smoke it, it drops, that's the kind of drop is like, so there's an extra little, like they didn't talk about that. That was something they were working on. It was something they, hmm. they, they, you know, they, they, you know, not quote unquote sneak, but like it was part of the release that we didn't know about. And so I think it's a yeah, it, little ninja drop. Yeah. Well, I think, it, and there's a lot of that stuff. So I think it, we are always focused on like maps or, um, I don't know, like they'll, they'll hint a gun on Instagram. Like, Hey, this is a new weapon we're, we're working on. You're like, Oh, sick. That's gonna be cool. They only hunt hint one. And all of a sudden you get five, right? Like things like that. I think people need to like be realistic and be like, cool. We knew we were getting the lighthouse expansion. We didn't know we were getting all of this, right? Right. So, right. I think when streets drops, Decent. that's going to be the big one because that's going to have like, um, you build like blow up walls. Like there'll be a wall here that can be blown up, and you know when you hear that explosion or when you hear that rubble or when you walk up to the building, you realize the hole's already there. Someone's already been there, right? Someone's already blown that right. wall up. So, um, that's a whole new mechanic that they're working on. I'm I'm there. I, I I've been extremely disappointed with 2042. Even even the uh, I, I honestly, man, I tried to get in and check out the the new content for it, the mm -hmm. season pass, mm -hmm. and the damn thing wouldn't authenticate my game. The the the, the fucking launcher. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. <laughs> Not only do you do you give us a absolute dog shit game, uh, I can't even I can't even use your launcher to play it. Like what what is this? Right. So I'm I'm just I'm over it. You know. They basically stole my stole the money. Um, I was dumb enough to pre-order it. My bad. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a franchise uh, so that you you usually like and you look I forward love Battlefield. to. Yeah, I love I love Battlefield. Uh, it's unfortunate right now. I'm just looking forward to the new COD and this now Tarkov Arena. And I have been so World War Three actually just did a wipe. Oh yeah, but World War Three's is the wipe pre-wipe. So they did. They just did a wipe as a test run to make sure that the syst all systems were go because they're gonna pull the game out of beta. Um, once the now that that system worked, they're gonna now do a second wipe. Big advantage is all of your XP now has a fifty percent bonus gain. So like you're you're gaining XP at a fifty percent faster rate, which is great because boy was it a grind. Sure. For weapons but the weapons feel awesome in that game it very much feels like a condensed battlefield 4 it definitely doesn't feel as big as 4 but it feels like a condensed version of 4 and it just feels good i love it so that's that's what i'm at, that's where you're at right now right now until uh probably until dragonflight hits for wow and i'll jump back into wow more um and I'm excited for this arena. If it's if it's anything like you're hoping, that's kind of what I'm hoping. That'd be awesome. I think honestly, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be for the Tarkov community. I think it's just going to be a change of pace. Like I said, either they're going you're going you start off in arena to warm up and then jump into the regular game, or you play mm -hmm. your regular game and when you've had your kind of like your fill for the day, you're like I'm you know instead of like just ending your relax. yeah ending your stream or ending your game sesh, you're like I'm gonna switch over to arena. And then who knows? Maybe you get into arena. And you like start slaying out and you get all pumped. You're like, all right, let's go back to regular Tarkov. Like I can see the ebb and flow. I also think, again, I think a lot of people who either maybe they once upon a time played Tarkov and left or people who've been like interested, but afraid to pull the trigger will jump into arena, get a feel for the gunplay and the mechanics and how the, the game plays. And buy into. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's going to be huge. I can see that. I think it's going to be huge. I can see that. Oh, we are at the uh, one hour, man. Minus my little snafu with my uh, 
my Twitch login. <laughs> All good, man. But uh, good catching up. Absolutely. Hopefully next time we'll have we'll have Kevin. Uh, make sure you guys all reach out. Let Kevin know how much you missed him. Absolutely. Yeah, he's on vacation. He's, I'm sure he'll be posting yep. some some pics uh, out there on the socials. He's not he's not as big on the socials as he used to be, but uh, I think Instagram he's supposed some photos, and then yeah. uh, we can do a recap so get, on uh, his vacation. Recap on potentially baby. Yeah, Care about man. that. So I'll yeah I'll I'll have my uh my my daughter will be here soon, and um sorry if you hear my dog. Uh, yeah, and I gotta get my house together. That too. Yeah. Well, a lot to talk that. about. So let Kevin know. Hopefully, Paul will be on, and he'll have all of his happy time updates ready to go. Um, otherwise, until next time, find Clintus at all the places. Support. Uh, go 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 support some Kings Coast. I already know you all do. I'm not every. Everybody does. You know what I mean? Coast. Thank you, Kings Coast. Raredrop.co for all the things Kevin and what they're doing. And thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Later.